you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. And we're here again after fixing some things. Da 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 da. <laughs> hey, Mikey, how's it going today, bud? Not bad, man. Hey, how was your uh, Thanksgiving? Oh, full of turkey, um, full of stuffing, which I love. So here's a question: Do you like? Do you prefer stuffing or mashed potatoes? Oh, stuffing 100%. Yeah, see, I hate see, mashed potatoes. Everybody I've been asking goes mashed potatoes without a doubt. And I'm like, really? It's just buttery potatoes. Like stuffing, you could do different bread types. You could do sausage. You could do chorizo. You could do all these different styles. And exactly. on top of just normal stovetop, which is, is a nostalgic knock, knock out the park. You know what I mean? So I'm always blown away by that. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh it, it definitely a, a heavy eating day for me, but again, just uh, you know, I went back to just maintaining the weight. Um, hey, hey, hey! That means you didn't do what I said. Okay, so for those, of, this is for everybody. So after the last episode, when we got off the podcast, uh, we were just hanging out and talking, and I had quite possibly, I'm gonna say, um, maybe the greatest idea of 2019 out of all of humanity. It's better than any uh-huh. political idea. It's better than any uh, climate change idea. It's better than any societal or cultural uh, evolution. It's this is the, probably the greatest idea ever. It's for the ultimate diet, the ultimate diet for somebody like Mikey. It's very simple. And I, I was gonna, I'm gonna ask you after I explain it if you did this yet. So, long story short, for Mikey specifically, I created the greatest way to eat the greatest most efficient economical the 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 most optimized for performance and for the day-to-day lifestyles of the person on the go uh-huh. diet for somebody and it's very simple it's you basically have a water fast f- for three days so sunday monday tuesday so you eat nothing mm. you drink nothing other than water just water wednesday you eat whatever the fuck you want. If you want to wake up and start your day off with general style chicken and pork fried rice, have at it. If you want to go over to some Whoppers and then some wash it down with some milkshakes, have fun. If you want to deep fry some pizza and then f- clean that up with, you know, some, I don't know, some fucking floats, some milkshake floats, do that. Do whatever you want. Eat whatever the fuck you want. Go ham. You know what I mean? Have a mountain of chicken fried steak double up on the gravy, do wing challenges. I don't give a shit, you know, just, just fucking eat whatever you want on Wednesday, but that's it. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's just a water fast. And that's pretty much it. Now, Saturday night, you can have something to snack on because you need to make it another three days. So you can have something to get by, right? So you can have something to get by. So it can't be big, but it has to be something substantial so I would say one unhealthy meal, whatever the fuck you want it to be. If that's a KFC family dinner just for you, please, I beg you to do it. Just do whatever you want. You want a whatever Pizza Hut Domino's bullshit combo wombo $4.99 three pizza wing cinnamon fried pieces of shit deal that you find in a coupon box. Have at it. All for you, bud. That's just for you. I don't give a shit what it is. But you do whatever you want that night just for one meal only. And you eat whatever the fuck you want for all of Wednesday. You just have to do a water fast. 
And that's it for everything else. I want to know. I I, I want to know if you can think of a negative. Give me a negative besides because everything is positive. You save money because in reality, you're not spending money day to day. Uh, B, yeah. you're not spending money as much because you think you're going to eat more than you actually can. So you actually spend reasonable amounts of money on the two times you can eat throughout the week. Three, you're super healthy. You're putting your body in a fasted state. You're super hydrated. You you know what I mean? Mm. Like like you're able to four allocate all of your time to your hobbies and your family and the people you love and your job and your fitness and your health. You five will see great results from the fact that you're basically doing a massive intermittent fast every single day, every single week. I mean, please tell me why this is a bad idea. Please tell me why you shouldn't do this. Yeah, I, in all honesty, I don't think it's bad at all. And I, I think it'd uh, be an interesting challenge. And I'm going to be honest, man, it's it's kind of motivating me. I think I'll actually start it uh, Sunday, this coming Sunday. You think so? And I'll, and yeah. And then next time we have another podcast, I'll give you my results and tell you what my experience is. Um, but I mean, as far as like benefits goes, I mean. Or negatives. Went, negatives. Can you think of any negatives to this? Uh, not really, because even I, to be honest, man, even on my Holy Grail day, Wednesday, my, my (laughs) feasting day, I think at that point, my stomach would have shriveled up so much that what I thought I could have had before portion wise, I probably wouldn't even be able to handle. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. (laughs) And if anything, even if I did attempt to eat fast food after doing nothing but taking in water, I'd probably throw it all up. That's what I'm saying. So like, that's what I'm laughing about. (laughs) I'm imagining the scene of you like waking up Wednesday, like Christmas morning, like, (gasps) and you wake up and there's music playing in your head and you get out of bed. And there's birds dancing on the windowsill. <laughs> you're going downstairs. You're ready to go eat. And then you start eating. And then, like, within two hours, it turns into you and the family guy scene when they're all throwing up in the living room. And it's you just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just, <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why. <laughs> just, <laughs> your body just having this horrible reaction to it. I, and that's what I'm imagining. I don't wish that upon you. But I'm going to laugh if next time we record you come back and you just have this traumatized look on your face and i'm like how did it go dude and you're like uh i went to the fucking hospital (laughs) i was throwing up all day i didn't shit for two weeks (laughs) i don't know what happened it's fucking anemic like (laughs) and i'll be like oh shit that's a bad idea then huh that didn't work out but i'm curious because from a nutritional standpoint, I'm sure it's not like a, I mean, if we're being serious, I'm I don't know if that's a long term thing you, that should be maintained. But if you're trying to lose weight, which you are, and you're not working out enough, you got to change your diet up. This gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah. It puts you in a fasted state, which you kind of want to do anyways, and which you kind of do anyways with your liquid with, with your liquid eating. So, you know, you know what I mean, like your liquid diet. So we're kind of mm-hmm. walking those lines, right? We're kind of walking the lines. So it's like, yeah. who knows? Who knows? I'm curious. I'm very yeah, curious. I, I, I mean, the longest I ever went fasting, uh, which I really didn't have a choice because I was sick. I had strep. I went seven or eight days on just water. I could even take in broth because my throat was like that bad. The salt was just like, kill me. I tried lemon juice, I gargling salt water, like 
all I did was drink cold water. I dropped 20 pounds in seven days. Did you feel um, okay besides the strep throat? Like, were you like having hunger pains at all? Or see, that's see, that's the weird thing, right? It's like because I was sick anyways, I was already feeling shitty, so I couldn't even really tell. Like, I mean, the thing is, is I didn't really have an appetite to begin with because I was sick. So I right. guess that was kind of a benefit. Uh, I mean, but honestly, dude, like since then, that's when I really started getting into the intermittent fasting. Uh. Not only that, but just doing a water fast like every other day. I would experiment. I'd do it two days in a row, do it every other day, um, you know, or I would just do liquids, like just shakes. And then on the weekends, I'll have solid foods. Like I, So I would experiment here and there with how long I would go just doing water. Uh, but honestly, like I felt great. Um, again, I was sick. So, I mean, when I did feel better, I felt completely different to begin with but i'm also um, i'm also gonna laugh if it's the complete opposite if this is such a fucking successful diet i see you in two weeks and i'm like mikey you're like yeah what's up man i go dude you look great it's like yeah dude the water cleared up my skin it like my hair is growing super fast for some reason i lost 30 my pounds. hair's growing back i lost 30 pounds um yeah i have like a six-pack now i don't know what happened man i just fucking I would be like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? You, you go, the thing we Wednesdays. talked about. Wednesdays, man. I just go yeah. ham. Just Big Macs and Whoppers and fucking Arby's <laughs> and Wendy's and large fries and milkshakes. It's fine. It holds me. Surprisingly, that shit holds me over for days. I'm fine. I don't even need, I don't even need to do anything else. Like I just go ham on Wednesdays. I finish up at like 1030 on Wednesday night with a pizza. That's it. Wake up Thursday. There you go. Just water until next Wednesday. It's <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, holy shit! I think we need to write a book and sell it. At that point, yeah, right. Write a fitness book, a diet book. Hell yeah! Started- no, I, like I said, I, I, I this Sunday I'll definitely do it and I'll keep a log or something. Yeah, I want to. I want to see how you. Back I want to podcast exactly. I want to see how you feel. I want to know if it actually works because I said it as a joke, but the more I actually thought about it, I was thinking, no, I don't see a lot of faults with it. It's a three day water fast, which is doable that's not like absurd. you know what i just thought of not to interrupt you no no what up christmas falls on a wednesday this year right Ooh, let me check i uh wednesday or tuesday let me check i want to say no, tuesday wednesday. is christmas Eve. yeah wednesday 25th oh shit maybe i'll do two weeks hey because then christmas day you know what i mean like it's christmas of course i'm gonna fucking go all out dude eat a whole so maybe i'll do a two-week challenge eat a whole fucking pie and cake start the day off with donuts and croissants Fucking go ham, dude. You know what? I'll do that. I'll do a two-week challenge. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. We're not going to record again for another, I don't know, two and a half until weeks. Until the new year, maybe? Until until the new year, because next week is going to be busy with Christmas Eve and all this other shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So this might be it for the year. All right. So that, that yeah, works. So like an end-of-the-year challenge, then. End but of I'll year do challenge. it for the, the next two weeks. Yeah, make it to January. It's pretty much it. Okay. We'll start it next week, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be surprised because if your stomach has shrunk that much on Wednesdays, you go, you think you you want to eat the shitty food, and then you start eating, you're just like, nah, I just want to eat like a salad and a sandwich, and that's it. <laughs> and then it's like... Well, I mean, coming from a, a a fast food, like, junkie, I've been in that situation where it's like, you know what, I've been doing, like, really well for, like, a month. Let me go have some McDonald's, and I go and eat... A, 
like just a, a few bites and I just want to end my life <laughs> and not deal with like the queasiness and yeah, it's bad. But it just goes to show you like, you know, what's in these foods and the damage it, it, it does to your body over time. Yeah. So I'm excited so. for you, man. I'm excited for the re rejuvenated, renewed Mikey. I'm ex- super excited. I'm excited for how much money you're going to save. I'm excited for how much time you're going to get in your day. I'm excited for how good you're going to feel. I'm excited. For, I'm just happy for you, Mikey. I'm just happy for you. Oh, that's a beautiful smile. I'm just happy for you, Mikey. <laughs> okay, let's get, let's get straight. Let's get straight. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What did you want to say? I was going to say, you know, and to flip the conversation route, how's the... Uh, Weight gaining coming. I'm up. Wasn't that your goal too? I am up eight pounds over 13 weeks. 13, 14 weeks, I'm up eight pounds. So I'm definitely nice. doing a solid bulk. My my lifts have increased by like 20 pounds on average. So mm-hmm. my max lifts are going up. So it's my pro, the 531 program is working. It's. The thing is, is that like, like muscle building takes so much time. It takes so much time to like, now when you're at my level where like, I have a lot of lean muscle, it takes time to build it because I've kind of already apexed it, right? Like plateaued it, Mm -hmm. not apexed. I've kind of plateaued it. If somebody, it's much like guitar playing, right? When you first start playing guitar, you learn so fast when you stay on top of it. And you gain so many skills and techniques, and it's like you're you're mm-hmm. you're running through things, you know, until it's like all of a sudden you get to fucking like sweeping, and it's like oh shit, what? Mm-hmm. You hit you hit a plateau where you learned a huge amount of skills and proficiency until you hit a, a, a clear level of oh shit, this is really difficult. Um, yeah, weightlifting is really much the same. Like it's it's you. I have a certain level of strength in almost all of my movements from years of working out and now i'm trying to break that and it's hard that's why when people when they first work out they usually have such drastic changes because their body goes through this transformation because they've never been doing it so it's like oh wow mm. you look good or like oh you're you notice something immediately with your shoulders or your chest or your legs or your stomach like you notice something immediately um but then you plateau and then you become a plateaued uh like from a performance standpoint and then it's you're in my position where it's well, how do I change this? Well, I need to go through a bulk cycle. I need to try to break my my plateaus and my lifts. I need to try to gain muscle mass, and I need to just overall up my numbers. How do I do that? I have to increase my calorie intake. I have to work. I have to lift. You know, I have to increase my lifts by a certain percentage every single four weeks. Like it's it's going well though. Long story short, it's going well though. Nice, nice. You know what is also going well? The plan I have for the question I'm going to ask you that I saw today. So the question is, mm-hmm. you and Conor McGregor are put into an MMA cage for a fight. For every 30 seconds you stay in and remain conscious so you don't get knocked out, you get a quarter of a million dollars. What is your fighting what is your fighting strategy for a 5-round fight? With Conor, it would have to be keep your distance. Um, because we know how he, well, you actually pointed out to me his, his little strategy with, uh, uh, him stepping in first with his legs and then him catching you off guard as he comes in with his upper body. Yeah. So I'd say definitely keep your distance for those shots. 
Um, oh, see, it sounds like you actually want to fight him. I was going to say just run. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say keep your distance, but then also have great defense because I feel like he's going to catch on after a while to what you're doing and he's just going to go after you at that point. So good defense and keep your distance. <laughs> how long do you think you like around like minute wise? How long do you think you would last all five rounds? Hell no. In my current condition, <laughs> I would honest like if I could just make 10 seconds I think that'd be a, a, a personal goal. Oh, but Jesus. like Yeah, no, I mean if I'd say my longest time, I'd like to survive one round. I mean, at least you're in his weight class. He's like forty pounds above my weight class, so I wouldn't survive at all. I mean, my strategy would be to literally run from him. If you put me at my current weight class against him at his current weight class, I'm running. I'm just running like it's cross country. I'm running around the cage. And if he comes and gets me, I'm going to turn and run the other way. That's pretty much it. I think I could last probably 30 seconds in that case. 30 seconds. If I'm running from him, he's got longer legs. He's more athletic than me. He's stronger than me. He's faster than me. He will catch me. He's going to cut off corners in the cage. I'm going to get caught. But if I actually had like the body of, of somebody who was not my size and I was thrown into a cage with him, I would just purely defense. I would mm. I would post up acting like I'm going to throw because that forces him to post up. Then I would faint. Yep. He would either bite or immediately try to counter, but I would faint and immediately just jump back. So I'd be like, okay, okay, faint and I'm out. Okay, okay, faint and I'm jumping back. Okay, okay, faint, jumping back. That's what I would do every time. Just faint and exit, faint and exit. Um. That's what I would do. That's all you could do. I don't think. I don't think. Well, I think we could both agree that keeping the distance is something uh, we compare to, and there's no way you and I are going to try to, you know, go like Diego Sanchez on him and just get up and close and just start wailing because I, no, no, exactly. And I also don't think. Um, I think the problem with him is that. He's a he's a pretty good, I mean when he's not fighting uh Nurmagomedov he's a pretty good tactician. He's a pretty good stra uh, strategist and I think yeah. If he knew that you're apprehensive to throw hands and to stay in striking distance with him, I think he starts mm -hmm. walking you down. I think he knows he's got you and he starts walking you down. He's like, "Okay." And eventually when you try to run out on an exit, he's going to shoot or he's going to hit you with a kick. I know he hasn't kicked in a while because he's had some leg injuries. But I see him throwing like some crazy spinning wheel kick that he likes, or some kind of capoeira kick, and fucking catching you uh, trying to run away from him. That's what I think. I think it's a slow walk you down process until you get caught in a corner and you try to escape, and mm. then he hits you. That's what I think. I think no matter. So now let me ask you this: Yeah, um, what what round do you think you would make it to? Me right now in my chair, plucked and put into a ring against him, like in my current yes. body. What round? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I would make it... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> considering he's walking around 165, 170, and I weigh under 140 pounds right now, um, I don't know, five seconds? An <laughs> <laughs> I mean, another thing I was, he's thinking, I was trying to think about, too, was... Uh, I mean, even if 
you and I did like put up some sort of competition with him. I mean, has this guy? Ha- I mean, has he been working on his cardio at all? I mean, I'm yes, not really he's been sure. Training. Like, he's he hasn't stopped training. He's been training. I mean, I know he hasn't been training, but I mean, is he still like? Is his cardio still like his uh, his kryptonite? You know what I mean? I don't. I was thinking th- about what you were saying earlier about you would just run away, and I wonder if that would eventually just tire him out. No the constant chase. I don't think not literal like running around, but the fact that he's got to try to keep up with you. I don't think you know I have I mean? right. I think if I was, if you put me in a fight camp with the body of somebody who weighs one sixty five, one seventy, and you put Conor McGregor in a fight camp for one sixty five, one seventy in his body. And we fought at the same weight class. That's something to talk about. I weigh under yeah. under 140 pounds. I am not going to out cardio anybody. I'm not going to out cardio professional fighter. That's that's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think he has the cardio to fucking destroy you or me at any point. <laughs> like I don't think that's up for debate. It, it's oh, without a doubt. It, you know what I mean? Like like I think if if I was a like. Uh, if I was his body type size, at least, and I went through a fight camp, yeah, you, we could talk about pulling guard and trying to keep him down low. But he's 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 a brown belt, I think, in jujitsu. Um, I know it doesn't seem like much, but he's got enough ability to to work well with you know knees on body um, to get hammer fist down. Like I've seen it enough times. Mm-hmm. I. I no, I'm not lasting long against him regardless. No matter what, I'm not lasting long against him. Um, yeah, that's just not happening. It's just, <laughs> I just don't see it happening. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Um, but that would be my strategy. Faint and escape. Faint, escape. Because at least you're engaging him, and by fainting, you're forcing him to plant. Do you know what I mean? He's, he has to plant somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, he could walk down and, and try to just avoid it, but I wouldn't have the ability to be a, an offensive threat. Once he realizes I'm not an offensive threat, well, first of all, I'm not. I'm so small. Like Chad Mendes mm-hmm. is bigger than me, and he was walking into Chad. He was walking down Chad Mendes. <laughs> like, so- yeah, <laughs> I don't have the size. If I was his size, again, very different story. But at my size, if there's nothing I can do, um, unless I was for some reason like a high level black belt in jujitsu, and I could somehow get him on the ground. And then, yeah, then, you know, the glory of jujitsu is always, oh, like, the size shouldn't matter. It does. Don't fucking listen to that propaganda <laughs> bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, like, jujitsu, it's so good against the size. And, you know, it, it, no, fuck off. Size matters and everything, even jujitsu. Like, don't, don't pander to me about how a small person is going to defend themselves with jujitsu. Yeah, to a limit, motherfucker. There's always a limit. Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't get started. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my take, but the fact you mentioned Diego Sanchez brings me to the other part of uh, Diego Sanchez wants Mike Tyson to corner him in his fight, and I want to know what you think of Mike Tyson cornering an MMA fighter. Okay, well, first off, this is the guy who, I mean, we first off, we talked about Diego the last time and how he had some random fucking, who was he, like a shaman or some sort of... <laughs> shaman? Uh, I, I don't know what the hell he was but like just didn't really know the guy this guy had no fucking experience with coaching whatsoever um and look how that turned out like i, I don't know what the exactly the tactics was 
but yeah, uh, I mean, what's Mike Tyson going to do? In all honesty, first off, again, here we go with another fighter where Dana kind of picks and chooses. Okay, you know what? This one has. I. I mean, for the record, for the I think re- it's safe to say. Okay. Diego Sanchez has some sort of CTE going on, right? Yes. It, 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 it's it's kind of obvious. And Dana seems to pick and choose who he would rather continue to keep on his payroll and other guys he'd prefer they retire. And I get it. It's because he has friendships with certain people. But it's like, I mean, is Diego Sanchez at this point still a household name? And I think for... For him to even have the thought like, oh, I want Mike Tyson in my corner. For what? What is he going to teach you? Boxing skills? (laughs) Like, the guy's been retired for so long. Like, yeah, he could still pack a punch. But, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants out of the game at this point. Not to mention, he's not going to stop what he's doing to come help a guy with CTE who, I don't know. Uh, yeah, T- Tyson. Tyson said he's out of the fight game. He's in the weed game. He has his own weed business now. Yeah, uh, he's doing amazing. He's doing amazing with it. Uh, for the record, also, uh, he's not a shaman. Okay, Mikey, he's a healer slash self awareness expert. He's the founder of he's a fucking mystic. He's a white mage. I don't know what the hell he is. He's the founder. Well, all I know is that that dude had no right to be in his corner, but. He is the founder. Diego wanted it. He is the founder of School of Self Awareness. Okay, <laughs> you can check out their website at schoolofselfawarenessworldwide.com. Okay, dude, don't fucking plug okay. him. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm making sure you know who you're dealing with. You can join the revolution, so you can dedicate yourself to the pursuit of self discovery and self exploration. Oh no! This sounds like a cult. Yeah, I'm not gonna go down. I mean, look. Yeah, no. This this, this sounds like fucking. Uh, no, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, don't look. We're 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 way too underfunded for your to, for you to shoot at the hip. Just yeah. I, I will say this: if he helps people with his stuff, cool. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. If if there's people who find positivity out of this, cool. But I just think, you know, I've said on, on, on that episode we talked about about Diego doing this. I, I think it's maybe not the best idea for a professional fighter to do it. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, I think it'd be really funny. I think it'd be really cool. I think Mike Tyson quartering Diego Sanchez would be a really fucking cool thing. Because I, Mike Tyson doesn't know MMA. So for, for to hear, <laughs> I would love to hear Mike Tyson. And if I could do a Mike Tyson voice, I would love to do it right now. But I don't, so I can't do it. <laughs> but can you imagine Mike Tyson's voice in the corner talking to Diego Sanchez after a round where Diego gets gets fucking mollywopped? And Mike Tyson's in front of him, showing him how to punch. Like, you got to go in there. And you got to hit him like this. You got to do him like this. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, like that. You got to hit him with the left. You got to come in. You got to slip him. And you slip him. <laughs> and you come over. And you pow. You hit him on the right side. Hit him on the right side. And then you see Diego be like, okay, okay. And then Diego just goes out and doesn't do it. Um, I think it would be <laughs> very entertaining. And if we know anything about the UFC, it's about the clicks. Who cares about laws that are broken? Who cares about the tragedy that unfolds? Oh, at this in the point, cage? absolutely. It's just it's about the clicks, and you know what? We get the clicks. Mike Tyson cornering a UFC fighter. We get the motherfucking clicks. 
clicks and views, yeah, man. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, do you think do you think he would sell out and stoop that low? Okay. 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 So, so, so wait, wait, for- wait. So did the Rock sell out by holding hosting that baddest motherfucker belt? Dude, the Rock sold out fucking years ago. How do you sell out? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. But like, no, I don't. What I'm. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tell me how he sold out. Tell me how he sold out. The man's God the it, richest man. actor on the planet. One of the most successful wrestlers in all of <sighs> wrestling history. Comes from wrestling. Listen, he royalty. might be. Well, okay. I, I he might be one of the richest, but that doesn't make him the best. And most of his movies aren't that great. You know what I mean? He gets paid because his he's got to get a paycheck. I mean, you know his, what I mean? Well, like, his movies are successful. That's why he gets paid so much because he's in high demand. You think the movies are successful? They are successful. Do you know how much money they bring in? I think in? people know about the movie. I think oh, the movies, wow. people okay. know about the movies because they know about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But I don't. I wouldn't go as far as to say that every single movie he's in is a fucking blockbuster hit. Oh man, do you really want to go down this list? Do you want to go down this list right oh. now? Do you want to do that? All right. Well, while you're while, while you're looking up this list, my whole point, <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, because uh, I was kind of switch my thing around and say, well, if Mike Tyson were to corner so, uh, someone like Conor McGregor, for example, like, I mean that that's potential in my opinion, or like someone else but diego sanchez you know what i mean that's like oh he's gonna he's gonna quarter bj penn if he was still in the game oh, you know God. what i mean that like, would be that's that, like yeah i know what you mean that's what i'm saying like I, I i i could see mike tyson cornering for somebody even if it was just to get money and get that revenue in but i mean for sanchez yeah i i just don't see him you know what he he played his part in the business but i think that uh you know what i he he just needs to retire man i think it's over for him and uh he's just having way too many weird thoughts and weird i I don't know hmm i don't know but anyways let's let's hear this blockbuster hit list of uh are you sure you want to go through this? What Mr. Johnson has been through. Okay. Let's start with the one on the far right. Uh, Furious 7. Fast and Furious 7. Which was, you know, I... Hang on, hang on. You ready? St- you ready? You know what? Fine. Okay. We'll start with the other ones. I'll start with his lowest ones. Okay? How about that? Let's start with uh, okay. The Scorpion King. Eh. That was $165.3 million. Let's go even lower. Let's go to Tooth Fairy. $112.5 million. I mean, I think we can go lower than that. Snitch was $57.9 million. Fighting with My Family was $39 million. So yeah, those are pretty low. You're right. Be Cool, $95 million. Pain and Gain, $86 million. Faster, $35.6 uh, the Rundown, 80.9. Gridiron Gang, 41. And the absolute lowest, <laughs> Empire State, which is straight to DVD, 3.7. <laughs> okay. Now, you ready so for the ones that, that are not low? Sure. Okay. Baywatch, 177.9 million. Skyscraper. Already had a reputation then. Skyscraper, 304 million. Rampage, Four hundred and twenty-eight million. GI. That movie made. I'm sorry. Stop. 
Stop, 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 stop. What? You're telling me Rampage made $428 million. U.S. That was for the... Bu- yep. That's... Is that... Are we talking box office weekend? Box office. Or overall... Overall... No fucking shit. Overall box office. Now, let me... But here's my point. Dude, Central Intelligence the, made two hundred and seventy. The sale... But, but here's... But that's the difference. I could go to a movie. I just paid for a movie. Does that mean I like the movie? Because I paid for it? How many people liked the movie? Just because it made a lot. Yeah, we weren't talking about his like. You said sold out. And I said... You said his movies... Nobody really goes to oh, see Oh, yeah, because the guy is in every other movie. But then I was going on and saying, <laughs> that doesn't mean his movies are good, though. Well, Not every movie he's in okay, is in okay, like so this. Okay, so if we're talking about good, what is your criteria? Are we going off of Golden Globes? Like, so we going all right, off so you of... were naming movies like Fast and Furious 7. How many Fast and Furious movies were there before we were even introduced to The Rock? You know what I mean? We already had a, a, a group of cast... Uh, cast members that we were already familiar with in their backstories and all of a sudden we throw the rock in and now he's supposed to be you know the superstar of the movie I mean and it's like, he was in Fast 5 before the Furious 7 that's what I seven. mean like the Fast out, of, five. out of the 7 movies he was in 5, 6, and 7 then no he was in more because he made one. he was in the 1.239 billion dollar The Fate of the Furious movie Fate of the Furious? The I'd Fate even, of I the Furious of grossed $1.239 billion. And actually, I'm not sure if it even came out yet, but I, I think him and uh, Statham are in a movie together, and that's like a, a sub like a, a sub story based off of that yes. uh, series of films. Uh, yes, Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Um, South, Southland Tales made $374,000. That is the absolute <laughs> lowest I've ever seen on this. Journey to <laughs> the Mysterious Island made 335 million. Uh The Mummy Returns 433 million. Uh The Game Plan 146, San Andreas 474 million. I mean, he's got some dollars. Hercules 244 million. <sighs> Again, I never said anything about sales. My thing was, is he a good actor because of that? Or it's because he's a household name. So yeah, then going back to the, the whole BMF thing, like of course they would choose The Rock. You know? It's it's like just because, you know, he has that well, popularity they, going for Okay, so moment. if we're going off of acting creds, why didn't they go for Leonardo DiCaprio to come in with the BMF belt? Why did it take Leo fucking almost his entire career to get a goddamn Oscar? Because he's not that good. He, <laughs> according, but <laughs> going off of your logic here, I mean, how who how come John Travolta didn't come in and put on the BMF belt? How come? How come? Dude, have, have you seen John Travolta in the last like come, fifteen years? How come Robert De Niro hasn't come in and put it on? How come Joe Pesci didn't come in and do it? How come? Let's. How come we didn't have Jack Nicholson? How come we didn't have? I don't know. Let's keep going down the list. 
Patrick well, Stewart. Okay, hold Patrick on. Patrick Stewart hold is hold one of the most accredited actors. He is Sir Patrick Stewart. How come Sir Patrick Stewart didn't come down? Why are you talking about seventy plus year old men? Because you're talking who, about like where their prime was in the fucking late eighties and nineties. You're talking about top good actors. fellas. You're talking about top actors. I'm trying to bring Bronx you. Tale. I'm trying to talk. You're talking about top actors. I'm trying to bring in these top actors you want because you only think The Rock is there because he's popular. Can Joe Pe- Joe Pesci is the size of the fucking BMF belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so it's The Rock because for other reasons than his acting credibility. I'm pretty sure it's his looks. Come on, man. You got like this eight foot tall fucking Samoan. So how come not, all muscular so how come, going, going up there on stage? So how come not Brian the BMF Shaw? Belt. How come not Brian Shaw, the world's strongest man over seven times? How come um half hey, Thorson, the uh the mountain from Game of Thrones wasn't there. He's the strongest, but is he the baddest? Actually, I, that would have been impressive, the whole Game of Thrones one. But see, man, all these questions, <laughs> but no answers. Well, maybe you have an answer for this one. How come there's no Kiaz okay. and martial arts and mixed martial arts? You know, that kind of amazes me, too. Because I'm and... going to play something for you so you can hear it or so the people can hear okay. it. This is a Aspen Lad's Kiaz when she's grounding and pounding. So here you go. Yeah. So you can just hear that. Okay. Well, what I heard was a dog dying. <laughs> um, and I actually watched that video. And you did. to be honest, her shouts didn't do. <laughs> the, like the physical aspect of it didn't really do the shouts any justice, Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because she was like pounding her. But, like, it didn't look like she was doing that much damage, which is amazing to me because and what I was getting ready to say was I think it's amazing how we don't see too many people shouting um, as often in the cage because uh, from what I've always been taught anyways, I mean, when you go and shout as you're doing a strike, you're actually releasing uh, more of that. It gives you more of that oomph. You know what I mean? When it comes to doing a kick, a punch, um, I mean, I guess the variation would be like the boxing thing where you do like that quick burst of air, like that, you know? Oh, yeah, when you exhale, Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like those weird exhales. Uh, I I, I don't know, man. I... I think think people should do more shouts. I feel like we'd we'd get... uh, I mean, we we have pretty good strikers, you know, within these organizations. But like, I, I just feel like it would do, it would benefit them more. You know, I I feel like there you'd get more power behind those shots, uh, just letting out that that burst of energy. It's tightening vocally. your body too when you yeah yeah it just tends to, yeah like even exactly. even when we do pad work when we like work out together and hit pads, which we I know we haven't done in a while, mm. but. When we hit pads, it's the same thing. Like you exhale to tighten up, you know. So yeah, exactly. So that's that's Kia's, right? But how come you don't hear it? Like I'm surprised you don't hear it from somebody like Stephen Thompson, who's you know such a karate guy, who teaches a karate well, school, it, who's a highly decorated yeah. point fighter in the karate world, and he doesn't go like yeah, yeah, and then he has teaches classes where he tells them to Kia. <laughs> well. 
You know what? I was just getting ready to say, I think the whole shouting thing, too, it's it's just such a traditional thing. I mean, even in street fights, how many people are doing shouts every time they're throwing punches or, well, street, you know, street you, fights, you just don't. Well, street fights is like, the, but that's the worst type of fighting in street fights. You just see people like, wow. Yeah, but I mean, I, you would think the closest thing to that professionally would be MMA, something like the UFC or Pride or whatever. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like... Uh, some weird pride thing like you think so i mean just they they just think maybe it's like embarrassing or something i mean whereas if you were to watch an actual uh let's say a traditional karate tournament where that's all you hear you know which is weird to me because then it's like we could then watch a tennis match and you see both tennis players fucking screaming (laughs) at the top of their lungs wailing that tennis racket you know well i mean you Uh some fighters i mean i'm not gonna like shame all of mma right some mma fighters do key out when they kick or when they punch um i think valentina shevchenko does it a bit um i know i think joanna does it too joanna does it joanna john she does yeah she's very vocal i'm pretty sure she does she goes i'm pretty sure she does it a little bit i think um michelle waterson does it a little bit karate hottie yes i think she does a little bit you definitely hear it a little bit you hear a lot more of the boxing exhale the huss 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 you hear a lot of that. Yeah, lot it's more. very subtle. Yeah, but you don't hear like that, like dojo, like yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You don't really hear that too much. Um, definitely not like. So the thing with Aspen Lad that I was like, oh, she, this must be a Kia, and then I heard it, and I and I was thinking, no, she's just screaming. So I don't know if it's just a primal thing that she's just like, ah, I want to, I'm gonna fucking kill you, like that kind of. Yeah, scream. she just went into berserk mode, and yeah. I don't know if it's that or if she was trying to like have some kind of form, but based off of the screams, it didn't seem like it. But yeah, I, who knows? I'm not judging anybody for keying or not keying, but it's something that I always thought about, or at least I thought about a lot more recently since uh, that was brought up in that video because I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's not very common. That's not really a thing that's very common. So, no, it isn't. I mean, it's I I'd say it's definitely a primal thing. It, it it gives you know when you're in that situation, you definitely have more of like that warrior uh, appearance, you know. Um, but like I said, though, just personally with her. That video, I mean, the power behind those shots, I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, it didn't look like there was any. Yeah. Um, so her shouts wasn't doing the physical aspect of it. Like, I don't know. Wasn't doing anything. Yeah, true. So. Well, Mikey, I say we end this with the idea that this is the last episode of 2019. Mm. So... Anything you want to say to close out the year? Uh, I hope everyone has a great holiday or whatever it is that you celebrate. A holiday. Um, Holidays are good. Yeah, just a holiday. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, I'm definitely going to do that that challenge and report it next time we're on. I'm super excited to hear the report. Um <laughs> I'm super excited and also very like good splashes of nervousness put in there on the report of how that goes down. But I will agree with you. I wish everybody listening has a great holiday and a great new year. Uh, If we don't have an episode before the end of the year, uh, be safe, be happy. And 
hopefully we come at you in 2020 with uh, some great stuff and you guys are hanging around listening that's kind of it's kind of it that's all that's how i'll sign off on 2019 sounds good man sounds good all right then in that case happy holidays and a happy new year from the guys here at takedowns to breakdowns thanks for listening all throughout the year or even if you just listened to one episode and it was this one thanks for the listen and if thank you yeah and uh take care peace